0: Hello everybody. Love Talk Radio. Welcome to Make Life Happen. We have a wonderful treat in having Eddie Summers, Edie Summers here today. She's going to talk to us about being a wellness coach and how she can coach you into better wellness. This is such an important topic because we've actually moved so far away from our natural way of being. And now in these days and age, and we're trying to recuperate our environment, we're trying to recuperate the things that are near and dear to us. We also realize that our body is part of nature and our body needs to be treated as naturally as possible. So we look forward to
1: being able to talk to you, Edie. Hello, are you there? Hi, Dr. Francis. I am.
0: Oh, wonderful! We have about a three-second delay, everybody. So if Edie and I talk on top of each other. Just bear with us. We're not trying to interrupt. <laughs> We're just excited and enthusiastic, right, Edie?
1: Exactly. Very enthusiastic. You know that.
0: Very. Uh, Art today. Um, uh, that's the uh, magazine for those of us that are over 55 years of age, and they actually start getting you at 48. So. They have a wonderful article about the side effects of the medications that we take and that there are millions of people, they say, that suffer from the side effects of your medication, not knowing whether or not the medication is the source of your complications or if there's another sort of illness that's grabbing hold of our decomposing dead bodies that are moving toward death. We all are moving toward death. Oh, my gosh, Edie, did I start off on a positive note or what? <laughs> well,
1: there's nothing wrong with reality, though. So, And actually you make a really good point about prescription drugs because symptoms can be really, really tricky, especially when you're dealing with prescription drugs. Um, a lot of people will have symptoms in the very beginning when they're taking a prescription drug, and then they'll think, oh, I'm having some symptoms. And then those symptoms will go away, and they'll think, right. oh, well, then everything's okay. But right. in reality, those symptoms, they've been pushed deeper into your body.
0: Ooh. So that's...
1: That's the danger. And then they, they start to work on a deeper level. So and I'm not saying don't take prescription drugs necessarily, but you just want to be really, really aware, especially in the beginning, pay attention to those symptoms.
0: Right, because so then you can know what your body's adjusting to. Do you remember that what was that movie that was wonderful? It was a documentary about, you know, the the golden arches, I don't know if I can say it. Yes I can, McDonalds. Where it you know, super size me. Do you remember that one?
1: Oh yes. I that is a that is a great movie to watch and talk about. Talk about symptoms.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. So, if those of you that haven't watched it, you need to watch Supersize Me because it'll make your mouth and your jaw drop to the bottom as to what you're actually putting in your body. what I think is most uh impactful was that his body completely adjusted to the junk. His uh his cholesterol and his heart and his well-being and his energy and his sexuality all just collapsed under the pressure of all this junk in his body. And then after a period of time, his body began to adjust. Isn't that remarkable? We have these amazing bodies that adjust to trash.
1: Yes, um, his body did adjust, but I would say that you're still um, potentially setting yourself up for chronic or degenerative illness down the road. As just said it might happen yeah. sooner than later. So that's what's important to watch out for. Yes.
0: Yeah. Now, so I wasn't trying to say that that overall was uh, good, but I know with the medications, like you said, our bodies will adjust to the side effects because it is trying to keep us in a state of equilibrium and health. It does have a natural inclination to keep us healthy. But there is a cascade effect to ill eating, ill sleep, ill ill temper, ill drugs, ill health. So eating, now you're going to walk us down the path of how, how we can look at our lives in terms of health, and nature and natural. So where do you want to take us first?
1: Absolutely. Well, the first thing that I usually say to people is you want to get in touch with your own instinctive healing voice in your body, and that's it's super important, and it's actually really basic. It's just that most of us have kind of tuned it out. And part of that is because we're kind of um, deadening our, our senses with a lot of unnatural foods and a lot of processed foods and potentially prescription drugs and other things as well. There are so many different factors in this modern world. And because of that, our senses have been deadened and as well as I would say our intuition or our instinctive voice and our bodies have been deadened. So you want to get in touch with that. And one of the ways you can do that is to start eating more natural foods. And also just calm down, get really quiet, and listen to your body because your body is always talking to you and it's asking you. It's, it's trying to talk to you all the time and ask you for what it needs. So that's the first thing that I would say in, in terms of starting down a more natural path toward wellness.
0: You know, I've written a book called If You Can't Stop Eating, Maybe You're Hungry. I uh, reset the craving, <laughs> which is based on the idea that your body is desperately trying to listen, get you to listen to it. And if it has stopped being able to get the messages through to you and you, all you see is that you're gaining weight, that's the message. It's saying, okay, you know, if you want me to put on the fat and gain, I'll try to protect you the best I can and keep that fat around your middle so I keep it away from your organs as much as possible. And after a while, it just, it can't do it. You're just overloading it.
1: Absolutely, and you know, and I just I love the title of your book. That is actually exactly it's exactly what I'm talking about. You know, maybe if you're hungry, you should eat, and I think your body does try to protect you. And a lot of us panic when we gain weight, and we think, "Oh no, here I go again." Whereas in reality. Right. It's, it's entirely possible your body's trying to protect you, like you just said. So instead, what you want to do is you definitely don't want to deny your body food. And um, if your body has an instinct to eat, then um, it's, 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 it's tempting to heal itself. The, the issue is that you just want to give it more natural food, and it can be a process because our taste buds have changed so much because we're eating mm-hmm. so much denatured food that our our bodies, our taste buds, don't even know. What tastes good anymore? But, but absolutely listen to that inner voice. Um, your body is is never, if rarely, if ever wrong, I, in my opinion. Mm. Mm. Okay,
0: so let's say that your body has gotten used to um, sugar and pastries and white flour and coffee and liquor. Okay, now <laughs> your taste could keep saying, "Ooh, I want that drink. I want that sugary thing." So, what mm. is a food or a collections of foods you think a person could could begin to discipline themselves to start eating so that their tongue, their mouth, their stomach, their, their, every cell in their body could begin to say, oh, yes, this is what real food tastes like. I remember real nutrition. What are some foods people can start ingesting?
1: Okay, so there are a couple things that I would say to that. First of all, I would start with um, switch to organic whenever possible because organic foods taste better naturally. And so that alone is going to help your taste buds readjust, and it's also going to maybe potentially make you more excited about eating your fruits and vegetables again. Um, You could even try a comparison. Go to the grocery store. A lot of grocery stores carry both conventional produce and organic produce now, and buy, say, an apple that's been organically produced and one that's been conventionally produced and compare them and just see the difference that it tastes to you. Um, That's one piece of advice. The other thing, especially with sugar, there's a really easy transition right now. It's called Stevia, and it's um, available everywhere. You can find it. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different brands out there. Um, I don't know if we're supposed to say brands or not, but... Um, fine. You, is it fine? Well, Truvia yeah. is one of my favorites, and um, there's also Stevia in the raw. There, there are a whole bunch of. You can also find them in the natural food stores. Just, you know, the whole foods brand. There's a whole bunch of different kinds, and you know, sugar addiction is and is a huge one for most of us. So that's a really easy place to start as well. Is just switch from using sugar to Stevia, and notice how your body um you can still get that sweet craving that some of us crave but you can also do away with all the the dangerous side effects of sugar sugar is so processed it's it's basically like consuming heroin it has the same density as heroin so it's just yeah you want to be really really careful about what you're putting into your body because there's a there's a uh, every for every action that we do there's an equal and opposite reaction all right and so <laughs> exactly. So that that's that's true for our bodies as well. If we're, you know, you're actually they call sugar the anti-nutrient. That's how bad it is for you. It actually re, it actually requires minerals and vitamins to process it in your body. So, um you're actually um putting your bones in jeopardy and your immune system in jeopardy. Um vitamin C and sugar compete uh for the same space in your body in terms of your immune system. So, wow. <laughs> So organic no, idea. Yeah. There's <laughs> there's you know we can go on all day about facts um but what it really comes back to you is is how do people make those changes on a personal on a daily personal level that you know that's that's where the nitty-gritty is and um so you just want to listen listen to your voice listen to your body's voice.
0: You know we're going to be talking to um down the road probably later this week uh, a woman who has created Isabella's cookies. I met her okay. husband this weekend, and she actually has taken uh, your advice in using organic uh, components in her food. She's not afraid of sugar, but she's not using the type of sugar that's been bleached and shrunk and so forth and so no. on. So i have going to ask her this question about that. Her cookies are delicious. Um, mm-hmm. And you speak of what you're saying, that initial transa- transition of, okay, if you, if you have a sugar fetish or
1: salt or...
0: <laughs> white flour, try what have you. going organically first to try to reawaken that sense of naturalness inside your body that's the first
1: step go
0: organic as much as
1: you can Absolutely and actually it sounds like she's it sounds like maybe she's using evaporated cane juice as opposed to sugar is that Oh I'm going to ask her I don't know Oh I'll ask Yeah well that alone is even a big difference because um if you look at sugar in its natural state um i was mentioning stevia in the raw that same company makes sugar in the raw and um sugar in the raw it, it looks brown it and it doesn't not like a scary brown it it looks like um like a like yeah, a crisp. they look like i'm sorry go ahead you know brown look, sugar just, yeah exactly <laughs> It does look a little bit like brown sugar it 's kind of a lighter color and it 's this really sparkly crystal little crystals and um, and again, we have to remember also that different companies are are manufacturing these sugars, so you might have a reaction or do worse with one kind of sugar as opposed to another It depends on the origin of it, but definitely if 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 you if 're obsessed with sugar or can 't you know f- feel like you can 't make the switch from. Table um, sugar to stevia, then evaporated cane juice is still better than nothing. Um, it's definitely going to be. It has some minerals in it, at least. So, <laughs> I guess that would um, make me
0: think about the second possibility to go. That's all related to going natural, is that as much as you possibly can make your own food, so that you can now bake with evaporated cane sugar. Even though it's a little bit more difficult. It's also more creative, and you'll be more conscious what you're putting in your body.
1: Oh, I think that is that is absolutely true, and it, that's a huge one, too. And, it, you know, a lot of us have to learn even how to um, make food or cook it or uh, prepare it, and that can be a really actually kind of a fun project. And you definitely, I absolutely agree with that. I bring my own food with me everywhere I go as much as possible. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes when I'm traveling, it's a little more challenging, but, you know, I've got all those natural food stores that I love, and I, I rely on them for emergencies but you know you turn it into a fun project you know um if you don't know how to cook or prepare food then you know maybe watch uh the food network channel and oh yeah <laughs> get some lessons <laughs> or take a, take a class if you're single maybe you'll meet someone too and but you know there's it's actually it's a very creative process and you're right you have so much more control over what's going into your food and you know especially if you're dealing with a chronic condition um that can make be a game changer you know you want to you want to know what's in your food because we're not talking just about sugar we're talking about preservatives and artificial flavorings and a lot of people have reactions to these uh, not to mention genetically modified organisms they're um they're everywhere these days especially corn and soy they're almost they're over 90% genetically modified at this point wow. and corn and soy yeah corn and soy are in everything especially if you're bu- buying conventional food so a lot of people are sensitive to corn and yeah. soy. You know, it's interesting that so, soy,
0: soy, which I'm really allergic to and found out quite young, I can eat the natural soybeans, but as soon as it gets to the process, here are some of the side effects of soy. Asthma, weight gain, increased estrogen in your body. I could go on. What's your list, Edie?
1: Yes, um for soy or just um foods in for general soy. that you have okay. potentially. Well, you know, actually I have it's interesting that you should mention that because I can eat soy like for instance I use Bragg's amino acids and that's um a soy based. It's like an alternative to using salt and I use sea salt and Bragg's usually or maybe raw coconut amino acids but um but yeah, I can't I sometimes I can tolerate uh maybe like I don't know. Well, actually, I can't tolerate tofu. Um, mm-hmm. So the more processed something gets, I think it's just that, you know. To, I mean, side effects for me is constipation. Um, I get really tired. That's the biggest side effect that I get just about with everything that my body doesn't like is I get tired. Um, you, okay? you can also get. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> well, oh, I don't go know ahead. if you can get a runny nose. If you have if you have a food sensitivity, you might start getting a a runny nose. Um, or just not being able to sleep as deeply, or you might get depressed. Um, so there's, there's quite a few.
0: So it's an interesting yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. you, are, you are a health coach, and so individuals who are experiencing weight gain or pains, uh, d- depression, stress, health issues overall, they could go to a health coach and say, okay, what in my my diet, my exercise, my sleep can I change in order to be able to affect this particular medical condition? and um how would you approach them in your in your health coaching
1: well first of all i make sure that they've they're working with somebody um most people i mean some people you know most people are working with a healthcare practitioner but um you want to make sure you get all your blood work done so you're not like just you know stabbing in the dark at what you even have You know, that's the first thing. A lot of us tend to want to try and diagnose ourselves, and um, I think it's there's nothing wrong with having intuition about what's going on, but you want to make sure that um, you're even on the right page. Like a really good example would be, um, especially in the line of work that I'm in, um, because I've dealt with chronic fatigue syndrome myself. um, There's a huge misnomer on the internet these Mm -hmm. days with um, adrenal fatigue, and um, I just found this out myself actually that that's actually not a real Uh, medical term or condition. It's not that the adrenals can't be affected, but it's actually um, chronic fatigue and it's actually, well, first of all, there are many sources of it. So um, it could be cancer, it could be hypothyroidism, it could be anemia. Um, so you want to find out the source for one thing. But, again, so that's just an example of you want to know where you're even starting with. But when someone comes to me, I really act as the go-between between their healthcare practitioner and themselves. And so I really start with really basic, basic things is, you know, first of all, um, what are, what are the habits that they've been doing already that aren't working for them what are their goals what are their highest values um what is in their fridge you know um sure. what are they what are they sort of um setting themselves up for every day and um and also you know where is their where are they coming from you know are they a lot of us i think try to change out of fear and that rarely works you know sometimes if you have like a a reunion coming up, or something you know that can work short term. But you really want to find those internal value, those internal value meters that where you're coming from a place of self empowerment. Like you're doing this because you literally wish to feel better for the long term, and you value yourself enough that you want to change. So, you know, I just work with people on really, really basic things. So, mm. I don't know if that answers so your basic? question.
0: Yeah, but you know, it doesn't I'm sorry? sound so basic. Because, you know, it doesn't sound so basic when you say that. I know you're trying to be gracious about that. But you are talking about not basic in terms of the most simple. You're talking about people going back to the basics of who they are in terms of valuing themselves and in terms of the basics of how food, sleep, and exercise impact their daily existence. Um, tell me about mm-hmm. the impact of exercise from your point of view and the differences you've seen in people when they start to increase your exercise from zero and move up to an hour a day you mentioned on your radio
1: show mm-hmm. um oh yeah well exercise is is hugely important and again this is a this is a big subject for a lot of us because a lot of people i mean i happen to love exercise i always have so but i know a lot of us don't and so but exercise is so important that um I say this in uh in my little stress and, and energy PowerPoint thing that I do that um if, if doctors could bottle this in a pill, this would be the number one prescribed drug. It's that yes. important for your body. And and yet, so many of us either don't like it, or we don't know we can't find something we like to do. Or, um, but it has so many effects on the body. Um, it affects your immune system. It helps you sleep better. Of course, it can help you lose weight. It maintains your muscle mass. Um, it can help your moods, for that matter. Um, it releases so many. Yeah, it releases so many neurotransmitters. Um, it relieves stress. Um, you know the list goes on and on, and the thing is right. that um, people want to find something i mean i don't even like to use the term exercise because that scares a lot of people I think you want <laughs> you want you want to you move more every day um, just any way that you can, and there has to be something that you like to do but but the implications in terms of your health is um, it's through the roof um, it it can it again it can change everything for you it's that important so mm. Find find ways to move more. Um, you know, I always recommend people get a dog, you know, or mm. you try gardening, you know, go mall walking. I mean, there are so many different ways that you can think outside the box. So right. you just want to move more. No,
0: you know, I was looking on the Internet the other day, and uh, um, I'm looking at different types of exercise because I'm, I'm a fitness coach. So I'm always looking for people to ways for them to simply do it, because I'm not I'm a certified fitness coach, but I don't do my professional on those lines. I found the right. most awesome collection of dance-oriented um, exercise things on YouTube. It is inexpensive. It's not a cost beyond your Internet and your computer. They're fun. They're for 10 minutes. They're goofy. The music is lively. <laughs> you might as well just dance in front of it. And that is a quick and easy way to approach to your mood as well as get that body stimulated.
1: Oh, uh, I think that is great, and dance is um i mean talk about doing something that you love to do I think that 's the key factor in all this is you want to do things that bring you joy and you want to yep. approach you want to approach wellness from a place of joy um, and that yep. is, that goes for your food i mean i think that 's where a lot of us get stuck is because we think, well, I love to eat and yet all these foods are causing problems for me. Well, you can, you can make food taste great and also be good for you. You want to do both, and that's, that's where food psychology comes in. But again, for terms of exercise, come from a place of joy. What makes you feel so good doing that? You forget that you're exercising, and dance is a, is a perfect example of that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, no okay, so I'm going to tell everybody to go to those YouTube and my radio shows on car exercise because you can actually sit in your car at the stop signs and red lights. You're <laughs> not a friend there. And if you're a mother or a father that's transporting your kids around, you see a lot of times sitting in your car waiting for your kids. There are exercises you can do that can get every single muscle in your body stimulated without ever losing concentration or safety issues. So there's no excuse. You can sit in your office. You can sit in front of a TV set or lie on the ground. Whatever you need to do to relax, also combine it with movement, and you've really, you're going to move your body. You're going to shift your body from stagnant into action, and the more action you do, the more action your body's going to want to take. It's progressive, isn't it? It cascades down and it cascades up. You might as well cascade up and fight gravity.
1: Absolutely, and it's so funny when you mention, I mean, two things pop into my head when you were talking about, you know, getting your kids involved, and I mean, watch kids because they know how to be well, they, you know, they're always running around, and they only eat when they're hungry, and they play, and they're always coming from a place of joy, you know, you, we have a lot to learn from watching kids and also remembering what it's like to be a kid, and and moving. You, like you were saying, you want to go from a place of of stagnancy to um, what I call flow, or um, what you were calling—I forget what you were saying—but you want to move to a place of like vibrancy and where you're always in a, in a state of flow because. That's where health is. Is um, Lance Armstrong, when he had, I think, I believe it was stage four testicular cancer, even when he was getting like chemotherapy treatments, um, he would make himself get out of bed and just walk the hallways, and mm-hmm. even go for bike rides. Um, he wrote that amazing book. It's not about the bike, and he instinctively knew to stay moving, and he yeah. beat cancer. And you know, I think the odds were stacked against That'll him, so. Mm-hmm. Stay moving. Get yeah, moving. Stay
0: moving. That's right. Just stay moving, except for when you want that deep sleep. And then you want to just go oh, into that yeah. state of unconscious deliciousness. But before we get to sleep, Edie, I want you to give us a couple of recipes that are a natural and easy way, because I'm not much of a cook, and I need to do it fast. I've got too many things going, so I think I'm pretty grateful for <laughs> the, the, the family family heads of cooking chores there. Um, So I'm going to give you one of my recipes while you're thinking of a few of yours, okay? Fair. So prepare. Okay, Okay, keep (laughs) it Easy. So easy. I take an apple. I wash it off. I cut it up in as many slices as I want. I keep the skin on. I do get rid of the core and the seeds. I don't know if I should do that or not. And I (laughs) sprinkle sprinkle that natural raw sugar. I know what it looks like because we use it here in the house with more cinnamon. Just a little bit of sugar and more Mm -hmm. cinnamon. I put a little bit of water in it. Okay, now so far I've taken a total of about 45 seconds. I put it on top of the bowl that it's in, I, I, I put a, a cover, I put it in the microwave for a total of, of 90 seconds at the most. I pull it out, Oh, I might put some raisins in it, maybe a few nuts. I pull it out, and the smell, the whole house has this incredible aroma. Mm. Cinnamon is good for blood sugar regulation. Apples are good for hydrochloric acid for digestion as well as they fill you up. It's a delicious, sweet, natural flavor. I think I put the sugar on only just to let myself know I can. I'm not sure I even need it, but I do. <laughs> and and then I get the raisins with the iron and all the good things for the digestive tract, and maybe the nuts for the omegas. And I have got a dessert and a meal and a wonderful, wonderful a thing to treat myself with. Okay, that's my indulgence. Give me some.
1: <laughs> wow. Well, I'm I'm sort of in awe here. I'm just sort of I'm imagining indulging. that entire. That's fantastic, and um, I think you should put that in a book if you haven't already. Um, That's—I uh, mean, you know—wow. Well, I don't know if I can top that, but um, I, I. There is a—I'm a huge fan of protein shakes, and um, I use. Uh, yeah, this is a way that I kind of start my day out with these a lot because you can get. I put superfoods in mine, so I put. Um, something called vitamin green in it, and I use a base of, I think it's called organic valley yogurt, and um, it's got tons of probiotics in it, and then I'll put this all in a blender, I'll put in the vitamin green, so I've got a ton of superfoods like wheatgrass, spirulina, et cetera, et cetera, and I put in a bunch of stevia, and I put in one or two ripe organic bananas and mm. mix it all up, yeah, and that kind of keeps my blood sugar stable. gives me tons of energy mm. from the greens, and the bananas, you know, keep me full, mm. and they have tons of enzymes in them, too, from the mm. raw food. So that mm-hmm. just gives gives me great, steady energy, and it gives me a protein boost, too, which is really important, especially in the beginning of the day. So mm. protein okay. shakes.
0: Beautiful. That's a beautiful example because it's protein has a way of curbing appetite authentically, not disguising them like some stimulants can, but protein authentically will curb your appetite because your body is very happy taking its time, breaking down the amino acids. And then in that you have bananas, exactly. which have the rustic, and also the potassium. And the potassium is so important for your brain and your muscles. And then you go right into... Making your your organs all deliciously activated by those probiotics and the, and the protein and the deliciousness of the yogurt and then the superfoods. How can you do any better than those greens with all the. The multi other than to just actually squeeze
1: real fruit, real vegetables. <laughs> exactly, and I, you know, and I like to juice too. I'm not the best at it, but um, but I I buy juices from Evolution, and I definitely mm. drink green juices too. The more green you eat, the better. It's so good for your blood why? and your energy levels. So, why is
0: that? Why are greens
1: so good? Why are greens so good for you? Because uh-huh. our blood is almost identical to chlorophyll. Um, it's right. our basically. Yeah, if you were to look at um I have a slide here, it's it's courtesy of Amazing Grass, which they saw, like wheatgrass and stuff. Um, they have this slide that they gave me and it's um you can see blood and chlorophyll are they look the molecular structure is identical except for the core. Um I think I forget who has I think we have an iron core and chlorophyll has a magnesium core. So um chlorophyll is, you know, it's like liquid it's like it's like energy from the sun direct directly to your to your blood and your body and um it's a just de- 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 detoxifier and it also keeps your body alkaline, which is super important and that's why a lot of us when we're eating these um these denatured foods these processed foods our body they they make our bodies really acidic. And that's the reason why people gain weight too and also start developing chronic illnesses is because their bo- You want your body wants to be primarily alkaline. So we want to reverse mm-hmm. that. And green foods are ideal for that. Plus they give you tons of energy. So you can't lose. Oh, this it's is win-win.
0: wonderful. I, you, have a, you have a book called The Memory of Health, My Journey Through Chronic Fatigue and Chronic Illness and Back by Edie Summers. How can I get a hold of that yes.
1: book? Oh, it's upcoming. Well, it's upcoming, and it will be done soon. I'm in the final stages of editing on that, and it will be available on Amazon.com very soon, and Lulu, and probably Balboa Press. So, but Yeah.
0: Wonderful. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Well, I was going to say, no, I just, um, I actually, I published Chapter 2 from that book on, that's on environmental toxins. So, and that book is called Calling 911, Toxins in the Modern World, so... And, yeah, so there's – you can get a little preview of that book. Um, it's just one chapter. but
0: I can see that you've got an on e-book for $1.99. And then and then it looks like you have a, another version of it as well. You know, Edie, we want to be able to contact you. So what are some web pages where they can see all these amazing things, contact you and get the benefit of you, either in person or by Skype or on the phone? How can we contact you?
1: Well, um, first of all, if they go to my website connectwell.com, and that's um, with a K, it's c o n n e k t w e l l dot com, um, they can actually get that free. If they join, it's free to join. This is a, a, a wellness community, online wellness community where I offer group wellness coaching. Um, they can get that free, a free download of my second book, and that's the second chapter from the wow. Memory Health. It's called. Yeah, so that's a nice little gift for joining, and it's free to join. And they can also get one free month of group wellness coaching. So it's a it's a nice way to come check it out. So that's one way you can find me. I've got PortlandWellnessCoach.com. That's for um, but and also you can go to EdSummers.com if that's easier to remember. And you can find yes. all of the links off that site. So
0: okay, I have just signed. I have just joined your uh, ConnectWell.com. C o n n e c t w e l l dot com. I've Just signed in. You'll see my name on there. And oh, uh everyone. Edie dot com. at E D I E
1: S U N M
0: E R S dot com. This is wonderful. Thank you so much.
1: Let's do this again, Edie. Definitely. Thank you so much, Dr. Francis. It was a pleasure speaking right. with you.
0: I'll talk to you later. Take care everybody. You make sure to make your life happen because this body really wants to dance its way through the rest of life. Take care. Bye bye. Here.